Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is a day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my Javalia coffee, and I'm ready to share with you today. The coffee is tasting good this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you're listening from. Today is Wednesday, February 10th, and today I want to share with you, uh, I'm, t- I'm calling this uh, the title of this podcast today, the addiction lie. And I started last week talking about how freedom is a person and how the way we go about dealing with these addictive behaviors uh, can leave us frustrated, can leave us still uh, in bondage, can lead us, can leave us still, you know, bound up in these behaviors. And, and I believe that it's the way that we're trying to handle them. It's the way that we're trying to deal with them deal any and even within the church even with us as christians we're we're dealing with them in more of a way of what the world how the world would deal with them and so today the reason why i'm calling this the addiction lie is because i believe there is there is kind of one core lie that we believe that we can believe we may not say this out loud but we're believing it that uh, that keeps us from being free uh, and so i'm going to get into that today and uh, the lie basically is is this, you know, it's 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 believing at some at some level that the sufficiency of Christ is not enough. That it's it's really yes, I have Jesus. Yes, I know His Word is set. He says He's set me free, but it's still up to me somehow, some way to to get it done. There's something that I still need to do in order to be free. And I think this has infiltrated the church, and this has infiltrated our own individual lives, but then you look at all the materials that are designed to help individuals find freedom, uh, they, they are also modeled after this, that, that even, even Christian materials, whether it be a book or a, or a program or a 12-step or, a, or you know, whatever that may be, a recovery center or, or whatever, is designed about well here's here's some scriptural truths yes but but also here's what you need to do and so we we again we would never we would never say this out loud per se you know oh yeah sure it's it's all it's all Jesus it's all it's all and I've I've even actually listened to other podcasts that are talking about how this is a fallacy that it's that you for you just to say well it's it's really all Jesus that that's not true. Well, and so, so again, I would, I'm going to encourage us today to look at what Scripture says and look at, look at how we're dealing with it. And also the question becomes, again, as I, as I asked last week, well, how's this all working for us? Because there's, been, there's never been a time where there's been more materials available, more resources available, and yet the addictive behaviors seem to be getting worse, not better. Now, are some people experiencing freedom? Absolutely. I'm, I'm working with these guys. Some of these guys, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that, uh, and that's that's one of the that's the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing, and and also the testimony of my own life. It's like, yes, you uh, you can you can experience this freedom. You can live in this freedom. It's there is hope available in this, um, and so. But but our actions are demonstrating that that this is our actual belief that we need to add something. It's Jesus plus my recovery group. It's Jesus plus this counseling. It's Jesus plus 
something fill in the blank. Now, again, I don't want to discount any of those because, again, God can use anything and, and, every, and any person to help. I'm a coach. I'm a counselor. I'm writing a book, actually. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing these things. But, but if I'm looking to those things as the sufficiency, as the source of freedom, there's no book that's ever set anybody free. There's no counselor that's ever set anybody free. If I truly believe what John 8.36 says, so if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. It's Jesus that sets us free. It's not a 12-step program. I'm not discounting any of those. Can those be helpful resources? Can those be, you know, uh, accountability has never set anybody free, okay? All of those things can be great resources, great things, that the tools that God can use in our lives. Absolutely. I tell every guy that I work with that they need accountability. They need fellowship. They need community to be able to walk. They can't do this alone. So it's not like it's just, I'm saying Jesus, it's just Jesus and me and Jesus is me. No, God provides through, through, through his resources. He provides for all of our needs. We know that. Okay. But I'm talking about the actual, the understanding of who we are in Christ and that we've already been set free. And so again, many, this is the lie, many believe, well, yeah, we need Christ, but you also need something else. It could be a program, it could be, you know, uh, a book, it could be a counselor, it could be regular attendance at a meeting or something like that. And so what happens is we begin to shift this focus off of, off of what Christ has already accomplished onto something that we need to do. And so, so the focus of change becomes ourself. And this is where, again, where we would see the kind of self-help approach to dealing with, to dealing with addiction. Okay. And that's what we see. And it's, this is, this has come into the church of self-help is you're lacking something, you're missing something. And so you need to go out there and try to get it, improve yourself, better yourself, make yourself better. Uh, you know, all these kind of things that are, that are there. And I just don't see any of that in scripture. Uh, it's it's what Christ has already done. Can we believe what's already happened in us? Is He's truly set us free. He's truly made us holy and righteous and blameless. Our new identity is actually in Him. Now, do I believe that, accept it, receive it? And then now I'm learning how to walk in that. I'm learning how to experience that. I'm learning how to live out of that versus I got to go out and try to get something. That's the self-help approach of I need I need help from something outside of myself. No, the help I need is the Holy Spirit in me, of, sh- of teaching me and counseling me and guiding me. I already have it. Now it's just, am I listening? Am I trusting? Am I depending on Him in me as my source? That's a completely different way. And most of our focus ends up shifting, and this is where the lie comes in of what I'm doing or not doing. I even had someone I was working with recently that was saying that. It's like, he's like, I'm seeing people around me that are having some freedom and victory, and yet I've been doing this for a long time. It's like, what's wrong with me? I'm all starting to feel like it's, it's it's something with me. I kept. I was trying to encourage him and saying, "There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> You've actually been made new. You're a new creation. You you have been made righteous and holy. And yet, yet there's a disconnect. We don't really truly believe that. So again, I would say there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with any of these programs, any of these books, any of these resources. There's more and more that are being produced. There's more and more that are being written. And yet, we're still seeing so many people within the church that are not being set free. And so only Christ, only Christ can set people free. He came to set the captives free, right? No number of steps, if you're involved in the 12-step program, no number of steps can lead to freedom. 
unless Jesus Christ is the source from which that freedom is derived. Again, all most of those programs or most of any resource, even Christian, is telling you to do a bunch of things, as opposed to here's who I am, here's Christ as my source, learn who you are, and then learn to walk in that. Then there comes the doing. Then there comes what I'm going to, how I'm going to respond. Versus most of it is telling us uh, what to do. Here's the twelve steps. Here's the three steps. Here's you know what to do. Uh, what to do, if you will. And, and again, the only way to change behavior is, I believe, is by faith in what Christ has already done on our behalf. It's to believe what we already have in Christ. It's to. It was by faith that we were saved, right? Through through, you know, by grace through through faith. Okay, by faith through grace. Okay, we were saved. So it's the same way. We are still. It's still by faith in what Christ has already done. It's not. We we weren't saved by faith um, through God's grace, and then now all of a sudden now it's up to us to figure this out. We but we believe that we okay now I gotta get busy and work hard at trying to break free from from these these addictive behaviors. No, it's this is what's already been done. Jesus said it's finished, so it's finished. Now. Let's let's what what do we need to really do if you want to have a do on this is to know what he's accomplished, okay? Know what he accomplished on the cross. Do you know what he's accomplished? He set you free from sin, the power of sin. He has made you given you a new identity in him. You have been made holy, blameless, righteous. You're fully forgiven. You're fully forgiven of all sins. He's remembering your sins no more as far as the east is from the west. He is your name is written in the book of life. You have you have his life in you. There's so many things that we can we can list here. So what do we need to do? Know that. Okay, focus on that. What's he's what he has accomplished and then find out who we are. And then, then as a result of that, what we have as a result of who we are in Christ. Now that we're in Christ, this is what this is what God says about me. This is what I have. I have freedom. I have victory. I have strength. Not because it's what I'm doing or not doing, because I have it. Because I have. Because I'm united with Christ. I'm in union with Him. That is our focus. If we're focusing on these these principles or these rules or these following these steps, you know, and I have guys talk to me about commitment. I just need to increase my commitment. Well, that's great, but here's the bottom line, and I said it too in my own stuff. We say a lot of big things sometimes. We make a lot of big promises, and our words are, we're kind of putting our words out there, but there's a huge gap between what we say and what we're actually living. There's a huge gap in that because if we're counting on our, my, if I'm counting on my commitment <laughs> to God or to somebody else, my goodness, I mean, on my best days, I'm going to be falling short. And on my worst days, I'm definitely going to be falling short. So if I'm counting on it being up to me and whether I'm following through with the 12 steps or with, with, the, with the reading the book or with the going to my counselor or my group, or all, if I'm counting on all those things to kind of check the box to get done and observing those things, then I'm focusing on myself. I'm focusing on myself, which the Bible would call focusing on the flesh. And no matter how good we dress up, dress up the flesh, managing the flesh and trying to improve the flesh is impossible. We can't do it. Any way of trying to dress, dress up the flesh whether it be good, in our mind, religious, or the obvious sinful ways, is, is going to be, it's still the flesh. 
And that's where it gets real subtle because we've turned this this religiosity of doing these things to, to change our behavior, those religious things, those are just as much flesh. And actually, Scripture talks even sometimes more about that than it does about the outright what we would call more what we say the outright sinful flesh, right, of going to pornography or going to whatever that may be, that's flesh, obviously. We can recognize that, but the, the more subtle is the religious flesh, where it's, here's all the things that I'm doing, okay? And so, so this, is, this is what we're doing. We're focusing, and that's the lie. So here's the effects of it. Well, the effects of it then, and if I live this too as well, I'm never going to be free of this. This is, this is just the way I am. There, there's Probably something wrong with me. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm reading books. I'm, I've tried all the the behavior modification things I know to do. I've listened to advice. I've now talked to people and shared something, you know, shared this with, with people. And yet, and yet now I'm, I'm actually still struggling. I'm still, I'm still in bondage to this. Okay, uh, and and so what what it is ultimately it becomes, and I'll probably do a whole other podcast on this, but it becomes putting a band aid on these gaping wounds, these gaping lies. I have these gaping lies inside of me, these big lies, and I'm believing that I have to add something to the finished work of Christ, and yet I'm putting a band aid on it, and I'm still bleeding profusely. Uh, and so, so it's 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 this. It's that's my thinking. That's my thought life. Is that this is just this is what I have to do in order to be free. Instead of here's who I am. I'm already been set free. Now help me to learn this. And here's the thing. I've I've probably and this is where my coaching and counseling has been even shifting over the last few years because this is kind of how I started off too, just telling people what to do. And then I still have guys asking me all the time. Well, what do I need to do? And so, so I'm going to do a little bit more of that tomorrow. But the the thing is, is you know, here we and, we and here it is, right? We even talk about scripture, and I've had guys say this to me. Well, of course, you need to do whatever it takes, right? Gouge out your scripture says, gouge out your eyes, cut off your limbs, right? Cut off your hands. Really? I mean, if, first of all, that's a whole other topic. But but Jesus is talking to the religious leaders at the time. He's basically saying, you can't do this. So he's, he's, he's raising the bar even more because it's like, if you try to live out the law, you're not going to be able to do it. You got, look at this. You got, you're going to have to, you're going to have to gouge out your eyes and cut off your hands because that's really what it's going to take. No, the message came across loud and clear is that you've got to do something or something you've got to do. And, and so whatever it takes, right? But I wasn't finding any freedom and people are not finding any freedom if they're trusting in what they are doing or not doing. And the, the, we can be as sincere and as honest or <laughs> heartfelt in those messages as we can, but there. But if it's not freeing any any individuals, and if it's not if it's 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 if the truth sets people free, which Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life," that's what truly will set people free. And and here's the bottom line: is and we have to recognize this. Some don't want that. Some don't want, they, they want something more because they've been trained that. We've all been kind of taught that in many ways. It's, it's not really just the sufficiency of Christ. It's, it's something more. And so the effects of this then is, yeah, we're still living in bondage. Lies keep people in bondage. If you're believing this lie that it's Jesus plus something that you do, as opposed to, I get to be a part of these groups. I get to go to a group or I get to be, I get to go to a coach 
out of the abundance of Christ meeting my needs, that's a completely different perspective is I better go to my coaching this week or my counselor this week because if I don't go to my counselor, I'm not going to be able to live in freedom. Okay, no, it's the it's the it's Christ in me. He's providing this resource of being able to go to my coach to get encouragement, to get some insight, to get the Holy Spirit can use other individuals. Don't hear me say that that that, that I'm not saying that He can use other individuals, coaches, counselors, other people in our lives that we trust to speak truth into us, to speak life into us. Absolutely, yes. And the question becomes: Are we listening? And if we're believing a lie. If we're believing that it's still ultimately these things that are going to be what's going to set me free, that's what's going to keep you in bondage. It's just the truth. It's my own testimony. It's what I've seen in people's lives, the people that are experiencing freedom that, that, that I'm working with. Are, it's coming th- totally through their, their realization of who they are in Christ. It's the Holy Spirit's working in them. And they're like, wait a minute. Wow, these light bulb moments are coming on. It's like, what you want? I'm really, I really am free. It really is Jesus. And so, so it's not about coming up with a personal program. Here's what I need to do or not do. Um, it's it's, you know, again, it goes back to that question. Well, are we finding any freedom in these in these programs and these steps? And again, I, I would not discount any of that. I think some people are. God can use anything, He can do anything. Uh, there's no doubt that he can do that. But again, we the, the the finished work of Christ is what I'm pointing people to, what I'm pointing you to as your true source of hope. I think a really powerful verse that comes along in, in Romans seven. So Romans seven really is a lot. There's a lot of debate about you know what what Paul's talking about there in Romans seven, you know, and and his struggle. Right, he's talking about the struggle. And again, this does not mean all this. Is what I'm saying is does not mean that we're still not going to struggle. In this world, you will have trouble. Jesus says that, right? In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. So there's going to continue to be the struggle of, and here's the struggle. The struggle is not what Jesus has already done. The struggle for us is to believe it to be true. Do I really believe this to be true? That's the renewing of the mind. God, you say this, but can it be? Could it really be that this is true, that I really am set free that's where the struggle comes in. It's not really in our behavior because if we really know that we've been forgiven of all of our sin, that's going to actually, my goodness, I have the complete forgiveness of God. Oh my goodness, he set me free. That's gonna, that can change our thought life and our behavior and our actions. That's completely uh, just a different perspective. But in Romans 7, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's using the law. He's using all the religious things that we talk about right, of doing, okay, he doesn't mention 12 steps because they weren't around there or, or any of that, but he's talking about, he uses examples of the law to say, I can't do this, there's no way, and you can't do it either. You, It's impossible for you to do it on your own dependency and your sufficiency. So then he says in verse 24, which I love, he finally wraps it up and he says this, well, he says, who will set me free? Notice the significance of that word. Who versus what? He doesn't say, what will set me free? What's going to set me free? Oh, man, I sure need an accountability group. Well, I sure could use a good counselor right now. I sure could use a good book to read. No, he says, who will set me free? And then he follows that up with, thank you, Jesus Christ, for you have set me free. Thanks be to God, Lord Jesus Christ. Only a person can set you free that person of Jesus Christ, not 
in what you do, what you're following, these programs, uh, observing all of the things that your counselor or coach is doing, a person. We may find some some actually good advice in, in these things, no doubt about it. But any time that we're thinking that we need to add anything else to our lives outside of the sufficiency of Christ in order to be free, we have bought into this lie that we need something more than Christ, that it's, it's finished, but yeah, I still, it's still up to me. No, we're complete in Him. You are complete in Him if you're in Christ, and you cannot get any more complete than that. You are free in Christ. You cannot get any more free in that. Now, respond out of that. Wake up tomorrow, live today in the reality and the knowledge and the knowing and the revelation of the Holy Spirit that says, I am free. I don't have to go back to that. I don't have to choose that. Lord, teach me. I'm complete in you. Um, If we're trying to shape up the flesh, we're trying to shape up the old man that's already been dead and crucified with Christ, it can't be improved upon. We can't improve upon the flesh. There's nothing in our flesh or in the flesh that can be improved upon. And so I just want to, I've gone gone too long today. I'm going to kind of finish up tomorrow on a little bit, just wrapping this, this thought up. But if you're, what I would encourage you to do is Go to these scriptures. Go to go to the Romans seven twenty four, where he talks about who will set me free, uh, and 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 ask that question: Am I looking? You know, am I looking, Lord, to something other than you ultimately for something that I already have? If you're going to some other source for something that you already have in Christ, you're looking outside of yourself for what God's already given you. He's already given you everything you need. I'm going to wrap up with this encouragement: Philippians four. 19 says, and this same God who takes care of me, this is Paul talking, right, will supply all of your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Okay, catch that. All of your needs. What do you need today? Are you needing freedom? You have it in Christ. Do you need peace? You have it in Christ. Do you need strength? You have it in Christ. Are you needing victory? You have it in Christ. Whatever you need, he says he has supplied it all. He supplied it all in Christ Jesus. Believe that today. Accept that today. Examine those lies that you may be believing and ask yourself, am I looking for something else outside of the sufficiency of Christ? And if I am, Lord, please show me and teach me and counsel me and guide me in your truth because that is the only truth that will truly set me free. Well, thank you for joining us today. I hope you've uh, uh, gotten some value out of this and going to continue on uh, these next couple of days. But uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, please do so. We'd love to hear feedback or any questions that you have. And also, if you'd like to pursue one-on-one coaching with us as well. So as we say at this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.